Hey, what's up, world? How's it going, man? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls across the world, it is your boy. I'm your host, uh, Benny Pitts, a.k.a. Little Daddy, a.k.a. Little Nasty, a.k.a. Father to the Unborn Child. This is um, episode 20 of Being Benny, uh, episode 20 and day 350 of the quarantine. That's what it feels like. <laughs> and what better way to uh, start our week off? Uh, on a Monday with positivity. Um, this guy right here that I'm bringing on is a good friend of mine. Matter of fact, he's a, one of the vital reasons of my move to Vegas. Uh, very positive brother. Um, he is a life coach, a motivational speaking speaker, and he is very muscular. He's going to beat me up because I'm 30 minutes late to doing this interview. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for my man, Mr. AJ Bass. <laughs> <laughs> Hey boy, I said, man, this dude, how how you gonna be late in quarantine? <laughs> Yo, AJ. AJ, I set my alarm. I said, okay, I'm um I got the um I said I gotta call AJ and do the interview at four. We got the interview at four. I said, I'm gonna take this little nap and I said it took the nap. Uh, it went over. <laughs> I said, I said, boy, this dude right here. Oh, he said, "How you gonna be late in court? You ain't doing nothing. You right, you at the house? Like <laughs> that's like being late for a home meeting. Like you at your house? The meeting is at your house. How are you late? Oh, I, my my bad, AJ. You know what? This is why I'm starting this week off with you Monday to get me a chin check, so I can uh, so I can do better. <laughs> speaking speaking of quarantine, AJ man, how you how you been holding up during this quarantine? Hey, man, so, you know, I'm down here in South America, man, in Medellin, Colombia, and, mm. you know, they got us on lock, bro. Like, it, it ain't no joke. Um, they, they keep, they're keeping their cases very low okay. because of how, how tight it is. How tight, but, definitely. Um, bro, it, it, it ain't no joke. It's, it's they, they got us locked down. Wow. Yeah, they, so they let us, they let us, I feel like I'm on the yard, bro. They let us exercise from uh, 5 a.m. to 8 a.m. and then from Damn. 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. He said, I feel like I'm on a yard. <laughs> Bruh, I, I be like, and I ain't never been on a yard. I'm just going off of what Cat said. But yeah, like, what Cat said. Hey, I, I, I didn't know it was that crazy. I, I should have wrote you a letter. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Jacqueline, Bruh, I should have flew you a kite. <laughs> Bruh, I'm like, man, it's, 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 it's rough, bro. It is rough. But, man, and, you know, I'm a I'm an introvert. So it's okay. not that rough for me. I definitely feel sorry for extroverts. And I realize most most of the stuff that I'm going through is just because they tell me I can't go. Because you right? can't Cause, go. Mm. Right. Because if they opened it up, I wouldn't go no way. But the fact that I can't <laughs> just make me be like, man, I wish I could. But the only thing I do is go to the beach. That's it. You, you know what, um, uh, AJ? I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm an I'm a extrovert. But I've been kind of enjoying the downtime. Because, you know, as an entertainer, or like you, you're a life coach, a motivational speaker. You do a lot of ripping and running and, and traveling and yeah, back yeah. and forth. And uh, I, I think I've been enjoying the downtime a little bit. Yeah, bro, it's, hey, I, I'm telling people, like, you you need to really embrace this because this will probably be the only time in our lifetime that this happens. Right. right? So we, we really need to embrace it, man, because when will we ever get to spend this much time with ourselves again? Oh, when will we ever get to spend this much time with our families? Right? Man, it's so real. Uh, it, yeah, makes you, it makes you deal with the person in the mirror. It does. It does, man. And and, and that person, that person has probably gotten ugly over the over the years, and you ain't recognize it because you just ain't spent that much time looking. 
man. So, you know, it's some it's some things that I had to check in myself, like, bruh, like, hey, you you gotta tighten up your discipline. Like, you you bind into the you bind into the to the to the sauce that everybody throwing you, but like behind the scenes, your reputation ain't matching your character. Man, who's who's the man in the mirror? Bruh, I'm telling you. Man, that is so deep. So AJ, um, I forgot to mention when I when I was doing your uh, introduction that you are my first international guest, and I appreciate you jumping on the show with me. Um, let's 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 dig deep, man, to your journey and what you got going on and how you help others. Uh, pretty much in a nutshell, tell us, man, who is AJ Vazar? Man, AJ Vassar is just the son of Patricia Perkins, man. Like, okay. really, I don't. That's 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 like my claim to fame, mom. I do it because, like, my mother, whenever whenever I say that, my mother always tears up. Mm. She's like, yo, you 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 always say that like I am somebody. And I'm like, you are. In my eyes, you are somebody. You, know what I'm you are somebody, definitely. Yeah. And, and for me, man, it's like, I, I think for me now, I'm so over titles and over all that dealing with people. I mean, you you know how the industry is, bro. You know yeah. what y'all go through and, no, so it's, it's pretty like much the same agent. thing, man. You to be a life coach or a motivational speaker is the same thing with us getting behind a mic and telling jokes. You have to yeah. overcome so many insecurities and doubts yes. and so many different things yes. to get up there. That like you're really you're you're in the business of putting others before yourself. Yes, yes, all all day, man. All um, day, you know. And and I feel like I just I just teach people from my struggle, man, and. and 2014, I was sleeping in my car in Atlanta. Um, mm. and it wasn't because I I had to, right? Um, I my mother had my mother had a home that was like, yo, you can you can come stay at my house until you get on your feet. And I told uh, I told my mentor that dude named Sam Shepard. Man, this dude at the time he is making over 140 thousand dollars a month. And, uh, 100 and what? A uh, 140 thousand dollars a month. God damn. Okay. Right. So I told him I was like. Sam, I'm about to be homeless. I'm going to go out to Texas with my mom until I get back on my feet. And he was like, no, you're not. He said, yo, number one, no woman wants a man that runs his mom when times get hard. Mm. He said, number two, he said, I have a safe parking lot for you to sleep in because you're going to learn more from your car than you ever will running from your problems. Oh, my God. That is bruh, true. Bruh, that tough love changed my life, dog. So with somebody that's easily making $140,000 a month, could he easily say, yo, man, I'm going to get you a hotel for a couple of weeks or boom. Bro, here's I, that's what I thought he was going to say. Yeah, I yeah. thought he was going to be like, yo, here go 10 bands. You know what I'm saying? Hit me back when you get on your feet. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's what I was looking for. Here's first month, bro, last I ain't getting none of that. He was like, bro, I got a, I got a safe parking lot you can sleep in. So uh, me having a, a, a bunch of successful mentors, and, and you as well, so one thing about successful people that I've learned, and maybe you can, you know, contest it, is that there's no handouts. Oh no, 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 no. They they already, but but you know what? That's because they know the journey. Yes, they know the struggle. If you really have a successful mentor, they know the struggle. Well, so they like yo, all this is doing. Th this is how I look at struggle, Benny. Struggle ain't nothing, but our it's 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 our gym, right? Mm. That's that's all it is. It's our gym. You go in and you think about it. When you when you lifting weights, what you're doing is tearing your muscle down so that it builds back stronger. That's all struggle is. So they like, yo, why wouldn't I put you in the gym? Go struggle. Mm. So so you're a strong believer in trust the process. 
bro, you got to trust the process, dog. If that, that's the only way you're going to get anything accomplished. You got to go through the process. And the process sucks. But, yo, there, there is not there's not an NFL player, NBA player out here that ain't been through the process. I don't, even LeBron James had to go through the process. Yeah. Did, no, you can't, it's a process. You can't, you know, when I was younger, coming up, you know, trying to be an entertainer, trying to be a stand-up comedian, uh, whatever you're trying to do, like you said, NBA or NFL or a motivational speaker, no matter what you do, there's a process of getting there. And I didn't, I didn't want the process. I, I, I wanted to, get, uh, let me see if I can, what I'm learning about success you could you could say, man, I'm trying to skip here or do here. There's no skipping, man. You have to go nah. through this thing called nah. the process. So speaking of the process, we have to touch on it's 2020 now. You live in uh, internationally in Columbia, South South Columbia, America. No, South America. South yeah. America. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> that must put me in South Carolina. South Carolina. You're in Columbia, South Carolina. <laughs> you in Tennessee nah, Road. <laughs> nah, bro. Nah, bro. <laughs> No, you're, you're living in South America right now, but 2014, you were sleeping in your car. What what yeah. happened? What what was that? What was that bounce back like? Yo, the bounce. It's crazy because like looking back on it, it's like yo, that happened really fast. But when you're going through it, you're like yo, this is taking forever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? It's it's it, it's something that you do daily, right? It's it's not something that happens overnight, and. Um, it's funny because when I was in my car, man, I started writing a uh, a book, and it's called it's called Day Grades, and it's how literally I graded my day, because I figured, yo, if I can put a if I can string enough good days together, I can have a good life. Mm. Say that one more time, Bruh, If I could string enough good days together, I can have a good life. Wow, that's so dope. In the good, wild boy, yeah. the bad. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. It's, it's like, yo, if, if I have great days, then I'm going to have a great life. Like, that's just and, – and, and I'm going to tell you how it happened, Benny. Yo, you, you know how me, you, and Manga would get together, man, and, and talk and, and yeah, most uh, talk about where we're going. And what I started realizing is every year I would be like, yo, this time next year, it ain't going to be like this. Like, I'm going to take all this stuff I'm going to do and say and all that stuff. And then I would get to the next year, and sometimes it would be worse. Mm. And I was like, dang. And what I realized is, bro, you're not stringing enough good days together to have a better life. Wow. So what, 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 do you, what do you recommend to somebody that's going through a struggle that wants to be whatever they want to be? Uh, not just the entertainer, whatever they're doing. They, they're pursuing to start their own company, to be an entrepreneur. Or any, and they're trying to string in them good days. What, what are some tips for you, tips from you Yo. that would you give to them? The first thing you got to do is you got to you, you got to set a standard. OK, you have to be like, hey, this is what a good day is, because too often um, what you will realize is we're subjective with how we think about days. Right. So mm. you may have a you may feel like, yo, I had a great day today. I done hollered at some chicks. I done did this and that. But you ain't accomplished nothing. Wow. They felt great. But if you judged it based on a standard, you didn't get nothing accomplished. You can mm. have a horrible day where everything went against you, nothing went right, but you did everything you were supposed to do. Yo, that's a great day. That's a great day. The progress. So you got it. You, you, you made progress. Exactly. Exactly. Yo, some of the best days I've ever had sucked. And mm. some of the worst days I've had felt the greatest because we kicked it, we went out, we partied, we did whatever. I ain't accomplished nothing. Uh, Jay-Z said I won – I won more when I lost. I've learned more when I lost than I've ever won. 
Uh, bro, all the time. Cause, cause think about it. When you win, you celebrate. When you lose, you reflect. Mm, that's deep. That's so deep. Oh, that's why. That's that's why. That's why winners have always taken hits, man. Yeah, they've always taken hits. So because okay. it's in the losing that you reflect and get better. That's that's deep. So it's 2014. You you're living in your car. Uh, your mentor is making hundred and forty thousand dollars a month. Tells you one hundred forty thousand dollars a month. I t- tells you, I have a safe parking lot that you can sleep in. What's what's next? Yeah. Yo, so uh, no, nah, I'll never forget. It was it was Easter Sunday, twenty fourteen. Mm. Um, I was like, well, it's it's gonna happen. And I, bro, I, I I'm in my car, and it gave me a new respect for homelessness because. Bro, you, Benny, you know me. I'm not a little dude at all. No, you're a big dude. That's why I, when I was late on the podcast. I said, "Damn, he gonna beat me up." Bro, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm not a little dude. Like I play college football, all that good stuff, defensive end. Bro, I was in my car, scared to go to sleep because wow. I didn't know who was gonna Wow. What now? You know what going through this, were you like embarrassed to tell like family and friends and stuff? Because I've, I've slept in my car before. Twenty, you was 2014. I was 20. I want to say 2016, I lost everything and I was yeah. sleeping in my car. I, I, I experienced that. I, I think most entrepreneurs that if you really, uh, if you really put a hundred percent invest in yourself, you, you went through that stage. Um, oh yeah. Um, damn. So the crazy thing about that, you said you remember it like yesterday and you respected the homeless because you were scared to go to sleep. How did you like, what got you to the next, to the next point? Um, so th- this is, this is the thing when you're in your car, when you're, in, when you're in low places like that and you said you've been there, so you can attest to it, yeah. bro, you ain't got not, nothing but time to think. Mm, yep, so it's like, sure. it's, yo, so that's to, to me, being homeless is almost like the quarantine, mm. right? Because you just have time and you're mm. like, yo, okay, what can I do? How can I start moving different? What do I need to do? What are the things? And then you homeless, so now you're not embarrassed to do stuff like go get rejected in the cell. Like, yo, I'm going to offer this to you. you your rejecting me is not worse than me sleeping in my Man, car. Man, AJ, you just said, you just spoke something volumes to me, bro. I, I almost, I felt tears when you said that. When you say when you're homeless, you're not scared of rejection somewhere. People tell me um, I'm fearless. Uh, and I don't, I don't believe I'm fearless. I just believe I've been told no so many times a no doesn't scare me rejection doesn't scare me to the average person they will be scared to do what me and you do because sometimes they hit at that lowest low you're like okay if i got back from that come on right exactly and that's the thing it's like yo I, i feel like when you sleep in your car you already face your boogeyman Mm. that's why to me that's why jay-z is so successful that dude was on the block so when he walks into a ballroom, he's not scared of y'all. He done had pistols pointed at him. So that's that's why rappers are doing what they do now, because they like, yo, when I walk into a ballroom, I don't care that your name is Jimmy IV or Jimmy whoever the hell. Yeah. Bro, I done had pistols pointed at me. I done been through life. I done did real stuff. So like, yeah, your little negotiation, your little threats about, oh, if you don't have this, you're going to lose everything. Nigga, I already lost everything. Mm. Bro, you can't threaten me with where I've been because I know I can make it up. That's why. That's why I always tell people, "Yo, don't want to win the lottery. Mm. Like, don't don't want a stimulus check. Create your own stimulus check because once you do that, then you never worry about getting it from somebody else because you can always go get it. Because you can always go get it. You always know how to go get it. You always know how to get it. 
uh, the bounce back was so man. It's something about when you when you really put some blood, blood, sweat, and tears into something, you accomplish it. Um, like I said, it, it brought chills to me when you said that sleeping in your car and and when well, you know what I'm saying, you say that boogeyman bought it bought chills to me because I I've been there and I bounced back from there. Um, yeah. People that's going through the day to day. So right now, uh, you know, we on Facebook and Facebook is two different things. Uh, it's it's positivity, it's laughter, and it's a whole lot of negativity. Uh, it's a lot of people that, you know, with this quarantine, they're complaining and they just want to go to the, get out the house. They just want to go to the club. They go. But I think people like that's like minded, like me and you is looking at, man, it's the opportunity to meditate, chill, right? Yeah. Do things, exercise. Yeah. Um, what do you say to the to that negative person that's 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 in like a little funk that, you know, what I'm saying that can think like me and you? I, w- I would say, yo, shut up and listen to your inner voice. Mm. That for real, stop. So we run our mouths too much. But if we would ever slow down and shut up and listen to what's being said inside of us, we'll start to realize, bro, you want to be a, you want to be at the club because you're trying to avoid this. Mm. You want to have you want you missing chicks because when you're dealing with and this is something I had to do when you're dealing with chicks, it, it makes you not think about the fact that you actually have insecurities that you're dealing with, that you're searching for validation, that you need to cure yourself. But they put a Band-Aid on your gun wound, so you you take it. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, yo, shut up and listen to listen to what your what your body is telling you. Listen to what your mind is telling you. The gut, the gut not, doesn't not lie. It, it don't lie. It don't. It, it never lies, bro. It's just that we try to drown it out. That's why we smoke. That's why we drink. That's why we have women. That's why women have men. That's why we chase. That's why we do all of this, bro, because we're trying to drown out that voice that's silently telling us, like, yo, it's time to get correct, yo. Like, yo, they're not feeling it. I mean, yo, how many, Benny, how many chicks can you have before you realize, like, yo, they don't do it? And believe me, it's fun. I get it. I get it. I was in Atlanta. Yo, I'm in Columbia now. I'm in Medellin, <laughs> bro. Bro, can't nobody. <laughs> bro. No, no, no. We, believe we, me. We, we used to go on hunts for chicks, me, you, and Rod. You know what I'm saying? But, before bro, you believe know, me. Rod was believe me. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Believe me, I, I get it. But when you start to ask, and, and this is a question that you should ask yourself while you're quiet. Why am I doing this? Mm. Why am I doing this? Why am I chasing sex? Okay. Why, and, and yo, it, that might be a thing, whatever. But why are you doing it? Right. Okay. And figure out what your why is. Figure out, because a lot of times, if you continue to ask yourself and you go down that rabbit hole, um, and I tell people, yo, don't stop asking yourself why until you find the why that makes you cry. Mm. Because the why that makes you cry is what's really motivating. How did you find that's, that's how did you, you really find your why think. that made you cry? Um, I just I, literally, bro, I started asking myself why. Like, yo, why why do you want to do this? Why why do you want to be successful? Uh, oh, I want to be successful because I, I wanna uh I want people to admire me. Why do you want people to admire me? I want people to admire me because of this. Why? 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 And when it came down to it, man, it's because, yo, as a kid, I didn't have none. Mm. Like, as a kid, I struggled financially. I wasn't, I wasn't a cool kid. I was never with the cool crowd. I, you know what I'm saying? I didn't have the cool stuff. And I, at the end of the day, yo, I just wanted to be respected. Wow. That is, that is. Like, yo, how you going to ask for respect from others when you don't respect yourself? Mm. That is so true. Um, I seen something. Well, I was looking at something a couple of weeks ago, and uh, when the Mike Epps had jumped on, a, a young man got killed in his town, Indiana. 
Uh, and he had went on. He said, yo, us black folks, you know what I'm saying? Let's get it together, man. Let's, you know what I mean? White people, yeah. white people, first of all, stop killing us. Stop killing us, young black men. And um, let, let me just say the white men, the white policemen, you know what I'm saying? Stop killing us. And he said, let's stop giving them a reason to kill us. You know what I'm saying? Uh, mm-hmm. People don't respect, people respect people that respect themselves. And that's what he was, the point he was trying to get across. And he got so much backlash about saying, oh, you giving white people leeway by saying, um, don't give them a reason to kill us and that. But, you know, I took it as he's absolutely right. You know, if, you, if you're talking to a girl or you're talking to anybody, you're talking to people respect people that respect themselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And um, I said all that to say in that retrospective, the, the what you want from others and what you want out of life. If you put that energy out, I feel like that you will get back in return. Uh, do you agree? Yeah, I, I agree with that. Now, I feel Mike Epps on, but I feel like it's two sides of every coin. Okay. So I agree with him 100%, and I agree with the flip side. They're like, yo, they, you know what I'm saying? They shouldn't have a reason to kill us. Like, when, I mean, if, if we're just talking from just a, a naturalistic point of view, yeah. then black people have a reason to go out here and kill white people. Oh. Yeah. So you know what? Now you now you break it down. You see what now, I'm saying? So you break it down like that. I, I didn't look at it like that. You're right. Right. So it's like, yo, we. I mean, we can all say we have a reason to kill each other, but at the end of the day, it's about the choices we make. And even when it comes to respect, it's about the choices, right? Um, you know, I've talked to many women that have that have uh, that were married, and I when I approach them, I'm like, yo, what's good? And she's like, yo, I'm married. Now I have a choice. I can say, you know what, I, you know, I, I'm act like I ain't hit that, or I can respect her marriage and back up. Okay. Now, if I don't respect her marriage and I keep talking, now I face the dude that come around the corner and blow my brains out because I'm talking to his wife. Mm. The, uh, or the, I can uh, say, <laughs> say what? No, no, no. There's action for a reaction. You, you know the, the, what you do. <laughs> exactly. You, exactly. You Once she says that, that, or. Yeah. Exactly. Or what I've what I've learned to do is I I this is my way of respectfully bowing out. I say, man, you tell your husband he's a lucky dude, and I walk away. Yeah, I'm a strong believer in. But uh, and the same thing, like what you just said, yo, don't 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 try to eat off nobody else's plate because you might get your head blown off, <laughs> bro. You might get your head blown off. But you know, we we have to we have to we have to realize that there are. There are consequences for every action, and that doesn't—that's not a bad thing, right? I have the consequence of living because I ain't tried to run up in some dudes' wives, mm. right? That's a consequence. I have a consequence for living because I understand, yo, there are certain things when I'm in the U.S. when I'm dealing with certain police officers, there's a certain way that I probably want to act because I know how they get down. Yeah, that's a consequence. That's a consequence. Because of that consequence, I'm still alive today. Wow. What do you, what do you um what would you say to the young black men now uh, in the U.S. that uh, you know we going through this thing where Black Lives Matter and we want to get the respect and we want to we want to live man we want we want the same playing field and the same playground as as anybody else we just want equality what are, what do AJ what would you say to a young black man right now that's coming up yo to a young black man I would say first understand and respect yourself respect the value that you bring to this world you don't always have to win the fight. I'd rather win the battle than win the fight, mm. right? Sometimes you're going to take the L of being disrespected. But you know what I'm saying? Get at them later when you achieve success, right? Learn how to take L's. 
that that's what I would say. Learn how to take L's, because because now with social media and all of that, our black men have a hard time taking L's. Yeah, like we do. Back in the day, yo, we we would get beat up, right? If you beat me up today, they gonna forget about it next week because nobody had it on film, and somebody else gonna fight. Mm. But now they play it on film for the next three years, and then they be like, "Nah, I ain't taking it. like no, bro, take take the L. It's okay." Like L's come in this life. Yeah, it, it happens. Learn how to take L's, but learn how to win the battle. And you can only win the battle if you run the marathon, and you can't run the marathon if you're dead or in jail. Man, that's so real. Now I had to take myself that. Oh, I'm not taking this and this and this and that, and you know. Oh yeah, oh, bro, because we we talked that whole respect thing, and it's like, yo, my thing is now. It's like, yo, you don't have to respect me at this moment, but you're going to respect me before I die. Okay. That's my thing. Think, think about all the people that didn't respect Muhammad Ali, but okay. then they celebrated him as a national hero for the, for the Olympics. That is so crazy. Like, yo, just stay the course. Take the L. Muhammad <laughs> Ali took L's, man. All of these dudes that we admire, they take L's. And then we celebrate them later, and we forget, like, all the L's that they took. Yo, look at people like Jesus, like, Yo, Jesus, Gandhi, all these people, they're celebrated now, but we forget all the L's they took yeah. in their lifetime going through the process. Martin Luther King, um, Malcolm X. Bruh, uh, exactly, exactly. Man, the list goes on. The, exactly. I think the, the list goes on, man. We, we just focus, we focus on the end of the journey right. instead of focusing on the, the process of the journey. Okay. So, so to our man, man, to our black man, focus on the process of the journey, man. Be be celebrated at the end of your life. Okay. Don't worry about the middle. Like, do your thing. All right. Stay man. alive. Stay out of jail. Man, AJ, thank you. I, I'm not gonna hold you too too long, but I do got a couple of questions um, that I do want to ask for uh, just for anybody that's out here trying to be an entrepreneur, entrepreneur trying to be successful. Uh, you played a big role, man. Before I moved to Vegas, I, I was so used to being in Atlanta, being on the road with Steve Brown and being on the road with Mama D and uh, being under up somebody else's under somebody else's wing. And I never forget. I was in Athens, man. This was a week before I left. You called me. You said, Benny, it's about time you invest in Benny. You've done mm-hmm. those things already. You've played the sidekick. You are, he said, it's about time. And it's a very uncomfortable process. You said it's about time. Yeah. You know, Benny opened up his wings. We know who Mama D is. We know who Steve Brown is. We know all the people you opened up for. And we know you said it's about time that people realize who is Benny Pitts. And you don't even know how much that conversation meant to me. I was in the truck in Athens seeing my family before I got I left to Vegas. That was on a Saturday. I left to Vegas on a Monday. And that was the, one of the one of the last realest conversations I had. And I just want to I don't know if I ever had a chance, but I just want to say thank you, man. You played it. You don't even bro. We don't talk on the phone every day. We don't. You know what I'm saying? But right. you left me a Jew that stayed with me. So the question is, what are a couple of Jews uh, that you will leave uh, to anybody on being successful and, and betting on you? Yo, that I mean, you just hit it. Yo, learn how to bet on yourself. We we put stock in others and riding others' coattails and doing that and and it's nothing wrong with with having help, but we have to understand the difference between help and the difference of fear of doing of failing on our own. Mm. And at the time, Rob Minger he hit me up and was like, "Yo, you need to call Benny and give him a, a coaching session." And I was like, "All right." And that's that's how that transpired because I was like, "Yo, I I have seen how you've been working. I saw your attitude shift from wanting to." 
skip the steps in the process and then you started going through and i was like yo you going through the process now it's time to go all the way mm. right because it's like we try to flirt with it we try to double dust the process like i mean i'm going through it but i don't want to you know what i'm saying i don't want to fit nah man jump in the ropes yeah. get smacked in the face learn how to fall get back up and keep going that's like and, saying i want to um, i want to get in this perfect tip-top shape but i don't want to go to the gym <laughs> i want to go to the gym because i don't know how to lift weights, yeah. and people gonna laugh at me because I don't know how to do a bench press properly. Or I don't know how to do dips. And yeah, yo, it comes with the territory. Man. Um, and, and and for you, man, it was a it's a poem that I love, man. And I say it a lot of my speeches uh, when I go speak. And it says, um, go to the edge, he said. They said we are afraid. Go to the edge, he said. He pushed them and they flew. Mm. It reminds me of that. For uh, me, that's what that Eric Thomas, uh, when he said, How bad do you want to be successful? And said, if yeah. you want to be successful, yeah. bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. Yeah. And, yo, a lot of times, man, we just got to go to the edge and, and get pushed off. And I saw that was your opportunity, man, to go to the edge and, and, and fly. And, bro, flight doesn't mean you're not going to hit turbulence. True. <laughs> <laughs> bro, that's what people mess up on. They, when they think about flying, they just see birds soaring. They don't see that the bird actually goes up real quick because he hit turbulence. Mm. If you've ever been in an airplane and you hit turbulence, yo, it is not a comfortable feeling. Hey, hey he might hurt his wing. He might come down, grab, you know what I'm saying, get a little something to eat. Come yep. back. It, it's, it's, it, yo, I'm, no, I'm sorry. Yo, but we, we got to do it, man. We have to start betting on us. We have to start realizing, man, that we can do this. We don't. Um, we're too talented of a people to not be self-sufficient. Wow, that's so deep. AJ, how important is – you said something that, that stuck with me at the beginning of this. Uh, I, I don't want to say an interview because we're just over here kicking knowledge right now. This ain't an interview. This is just enlightening. Hey, we're just chopping it up. <laughs> um, you said something about your mentor. How important is the mentor along the journey? Yo, you have to have a mentor, man. Like that, people don't – Yo, if, if you don't have a mentor, that's probably one of your first mistakes. And you don't have to have a mentor that lives by you that you know personally. Yo, some of my first mentors were in books. Mm. If I wanted to be mentored by somebody, I'll read their book and I would look at their life and look how they went through the process. And, um, but it's important, man, because you get to see life through, through their eyes. Um, I, I've seen this, I, I've read this quote that said, don't try to be like your mentor, try to see like your mentor. Mm, that's so deep. You're dropping juice on them. <laughs> what, what, <laughs> but what do you take like that? What do you take from that when you say, don't try to be like your mentor, uh, see like your mentor? So if, if you have a legit mentor, then they've been through the process. Like my mentor, Sam, when I was able to see how he saw, I was able to see, yo, this is this is so insignificant amount of time that you're going to have to go through based on where you're going, go through it. Mm. Right. That is but you can run from it from the next 10 years and be back and forth to your mama house. Every time something goes wrong, because whatever you do once it becomes easier, and easier to do the next, the time. next time, whether it's working now, so, whether it's reading that book, whether it's talking to that girl, yo, <laughs> getting the courage to yo, I'm telling you, Yo, and, and, and this is the thing, man. We are going to have pain in life. We're going to have the pain of discipline or we're going to have the pain of regret. Mm. But life is painful. So it's just like, yo, you choose your pain. I, choose the, I chose the pain of discipline, right? Right now, with you being out in Vegas, bro, you, you've chosen the pain of discipline. Mm. Yeah, it wasn't, always, it wasn't right? always easy, man. You know, I, I had times when I left and I was, you know, 
kind of like, what am I doing out here? You know what I mean? <laughs> of course. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. You start to second guess yeah. it. You'd be like, yo, is this, is this the right path? And this is the thing, man. Life doesn't connect when you're looking forward. It only connects when you look back and you're like, dang, that's how all that fit together. Mm. But when you're looking forward, man, it's, it's hard to see the way. Bro, I tell people, it, you can't see the picture when you're the frame. Wow. And, and look how beautiful pictures be in. When you're in the frame, you don't know what nah. was going on. You don't know, you don't know what the picture looked like. You just hear people say, like, man, and you've heard me say it, Benny. Dog, you're getting better, bro. You're, you're talented, man. Like, I'm seeing you. You're 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 I saw I saw your level of comedy go up. I saw you go from just wanting to be the funny dude that was cracking on people to actually working on your craft. Man, thank you, man. I remember the last time you came to my show, when you came to Atlanta, when me and Ryan had a show, you said, Benny, bro, I see it. I see you. Yep. Uh, I see you elevating. Damn, like AJ, yep. you're such a positive person, bro. How 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 do, how do you stay so positive, man? <laughs> you know what? And, and this is gonna sound very negative. It's a lot of death, man. When you realize that your time here is short, man. I've I've lost I've lost four siblings. My father. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like when you see how short time is, yo, what am I? What am I gonna be negative for, man? I don't know how long I'm here wow. for. All of us have an expiration date. We just don't know when it mm. is. So why would I use any extra time doing something negative when, bro, I can encourage you and I can leave a lasting legacy, man. And my thing is, I never want to die twice. Bro, I'm going to die once, but as long as you keep my name alive through th- stuff that you're doing and the other people that I've helped keep my name alive through stuff they're doing, I never die again. Wow. They, they say that uh, a coward dies a th- thousand times. Or, or somebody real, a legend lives one, die one time. Yo. I'm telling you, that's that's all. I wanted that one time, man. And I want everybody to keep my name alive. Just saying. And it ain't it ain't nothing big. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, I've I've given cars away. Like, that's probably one of my best accomplishments after I was homeless. Two years after I was homeless, I gave two cars away for Christmas. Man, that is crazy. To complete strangers. That is crazy. Like, that's that's the you went, you went from be, being man. homeless oh. to being able to give somebody car a uh, car. Bro, I'm telling you, if that's why I tell people all the time. We focus on having enough. Bro, no, you want more than enough. I can't give people cars if I don't have more, than, get enough. more than enough. You know what I'm saying? I have to have more than enough. Man, I told my mom that the other day. I left home, come from a real religious background, and the quarantine had brought me and my mom relationship back together. We went almost six years without talking. Now we, wow. we back talking. Wow. And, and, you know, God is good, bro. Like, we, everybody has yeah. a story. And she said the other day, she said, damn, Benny, you, you really – you left home and you kind of left us and this and this and that. I said, Ma, I had to live for myself so I can die for y'all. Yep, bro. That's hey, that's that's real. That's real. Man, what people don't realize is when you get on an airplane and you have a child with you, one of the first things the 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 flight attendants say is if we lose cabin pressure and the oxygen mask fall, put your mask on first. Mm. People don't realize they're telling you to be selfish. Wow. Think about that. They're telling you to be selfish so you can save somebody So you can else. save somebody else. Because there's no reason for you to put your child's mask on and then both of y'all pass out. Wow. Now. So, bro, sometimes you got to save yourself so you can, so save, you can others. save others. And that, that really pretty much is, sums it up in a nutshell. Um, uh, I asked this. So when comedians come on the show or producers, I asked them, the best things in their genre, like give me your top five comedians. Or I had a producer on, I was like, who inspires you? Tyler Perry and this and this and that. Uh, I'm going to ask you this. You said something about mentors and 
one of the deepest things you said about having a mentor to me was you said, yo, my mentor was books. Give me yo. five books you've read along your journey that helped you. Um, the first one would be the Bible. The Bible. Hands down. Um, I, I believe people mess up because they don't realize the Bible. To me, the Bible is not a religious book. It's actually a psychological mm. book. We just messed it up and started reading it religiously. The Bible. Okay. But the Bible is a psychological book. So um, the Bible, Rich Dad, Poor Rich Dad, Dad, Poor Dad, As a Man Thinketh, um, the autobiography of Malcolm mm. X. Um, what's, uh, what's some other books that I read? You said As a Man Thinketh. I'm actually writing these down as you talk. Yeah, as a man thinketh. Um, what what did that what did that what did that term mean life. to you? As a man thinketh, so as he is. What what did, what does that mean to you, bro? That means that you will never elevate higher than your thinking. Mm. Your life will never. And and I'm not talking about what I'm not talking about the bravado that we show as men. I'm talking about how we feel when we're alone at night and nobody there, but we have thoughts to ourselves. When, when you get on stage and you kill it and people like, Benny, you that dude, you that dude. And then you go home and you think, man, am I really good at this? Am mm. I going to make it? That's what I'm talking about. That right there. Like, you can never elevate higher than that. Like, that's what you got to learn how to control. Mm. And when you elevate that, that thinking in the dark, that thinking in silence, that voice that's talking to you, then your life elevates because you realize I am right. that. I am. Right? That's in the Bible. I am that. I, I am, am who I am. Right? right? So, before you can before you can become nationally known and, and this powerhouse, bro, you gotta already be it. Man, I, I've been you know Period. what I've been thinking lately, and um, people say that they be like, "Oh, Benny," they take my confidence as uh, cockiness, and I'm really not a cocky person. But I had to believe in myself so much yeah. that I might come off a little cocky. But no, it, it's them times where you you're homeless in your car and you say, "Yo, if I don't believe in myself now, yeah. I probably blow my brains out." So I have to put yep. this undenying confidence in myself that I, I have to believe I, I, I'm the man for the job. Hey, man, you want, you want me to tell you something that'll What's help that? you a lot, bro? This is what I started realizing. What other people think about me, hell, what you think about me, <laughs> none of my business. Yo, bro, let me, let me tell you business. something, uh, AJ. And, oh, hold on. Before we get there, we've, we're on three books. <laughs> this conversation started oh. <laughs> we done went all the way off because it's so deep the bible rich man poor poor dad as a man th- rich yeah, dad poor as a dad man thinketh. uh what's two more books as a man thinketh. it's a book called mind, mind power. power okay and then it's another book called the power of the subconscious the power mind. of the subconscious mind you said another uh another book before that i think i missed it you said something about the walk of malcolm Ma- Ma- x was it or Oh, the autobiography yeah, of Malcolm okay. X. Conscious on the six books. All right. Who? The autobiography of Malcolm X. I'm, I'm actually writing these down in my notes as we speak. Hey, man. Hey, right. Put another one. Oh, put two more down. One is called Day Grades. Day Grades. Okay. And then the other one is called Root and Rise The, stare, the Scary Growth Process of Root Success. and Rise. It's called Root and Rise. Yeah, and I wrote, I wrote both of those. Root and Rise, if I'm correct. Root and Rise, yep. I just finished the book, like, literally two days ago. So it'll be out, like, probably a week. Okay. Wow. Bro, I, man, I, I take my hat off to you, bro, for what you do. Uh, you say it's selfish. I call it selfishness because 
you even at the height of your success, you still want to give back to others. And I think that's what true success is, is pouring into people. Um, You said something you said, yo, something that helped you along the way was what others think about you is none of your business. Man, I remember growing up, coming up in Atlanta. I used to hang around all the rappers. I was a promoter and they used to have all the gold chains and all the women. And I was just looking at my life. I was just working as a CNA at the time. And I was like, man. My life ain't shit compared to this. And I'll never forget one of my good friends told me. We're good friends to this day. He said, Benny, you're never going nowhere looking at the next man grass. He said, the grass ain't green on the other side. It's green where you water it at. There you go. There you go. Hey, bro, you, you got to have that attitude. You got to realize, man, what... I, I don't I don't look at other people's success or failures. I, I actually focus on more people's failures than their successes because I want to see how mm. you come back. Your successes are irrelevant. Okay. Wow. Yeah, your successes are relevant to me. I want to see how you bounce back from that. Wow. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what I look at. And and it's real, man. Bro, you have to water your own grass, man. You keep looking at them and they go change. But the one thing that we don't look at with rappers, and I'll just focus on that because that's our community. Yo, we don't we don't take, ever take time to think about yo how many hours. Oh my god! In the studio, bro, one of the hardest things you can't you know be as a rapper is a successful rapper. Bro, people don't realize how tough that is being in a studio, bro. I just recorded an audio book for day grades, bro. I felt like I didn't yeah, know how facts. to read. I was like, bro, you wrote this. How are you not, <laughs> bro? How are you not able to do this? And people don't realize, man, it is a struggle. We, we never think, and, and this is this goes back into speaking, because like one of the things I do now is teach people how to become okay. professional speakers. We don't realize with rappers, yo, how many places they go until they get famous, right? They got to sing it. They got to rap it. All the little, little side joints and all of this. And then when you get famous, they're tired of that song because they didn't did it 8,000 times, but now the world here, so now they got to do it 8,000 more. We don't think about that. Yo, all we see is the women, the jewelry, the lifestyle. That's it. Rappers have a lot of discipline in their life. The the best rappers have the Mm. most discipline. Anybody that's been in the game, they have the most discipline. Because when you go to these places, you have to do the same. Yo, so I'll give you an example. People, I... I'm from the St. Louis okay. area originally. And people was clowning Nelly because when him and Luda had, they they, you know, they verses, they was like, yeah, they was like, yo, Nelly didn't play none of his hits. People don't realize Nelly probably mm. got his hits. He wanted to show the world. He wanted so to he, show he the playing world. the stuff that he liked. Bro, they went 20 songs, song for song, and he didn't play none of his hits. He wanted to show the world, yo, I got other shit Bruh. in the arsenal. <laughs> I, got, I got other stuff. But you know what? That was his time where he didn't have to be disciplined, but everybody still wanted him to be disciplined and oh, play this hit and play that hit and, and tip drill and and yo, hot in here. And he's like, yo, he probably don't even Word. like them songs no more. At one point in time, Nelly, Nelly was one of the few artists. He has artists, songs that he likes that we yeah, never heard. He was one of the few artists to go diamond, bro. How many people say that? Bruh. Bruh, I'm telling you, it, it's he was on a whole nother level, but by the time I remember hearing um, uh, country grammar when I went out to Baltimore one year, and I was like, "Dang, Nelly mm-hmm. really made it!" But while they playing country grammar, Nelly had already been out five for like years. five years. Right, he had all he had been doing country grammar probably for the last two and a half, if not. People three. want 
the glory. They don't give a fuck about the story. They just want the glory, bro. At, at all. At all. At all. No, you want the muscles, but you mm. don't want to lift the weights. That's crazy. Man, this this conversation has helped me. This this conversation was just supposed to, you know, to uplift people. This, this was more catered to helping me, and I hope I know this is going to help so many dope people uh, along the way. AJ, uh, before I ask you what's next for you, last thing on me, being a little selfish, man, what advice do you have for me now, man? I'm in Vegas. Uh, I'm doing this podcast right now during the quarantine. Me and my business partner, Billy Bob, we're about to open up this comedy club out, uh, out here in Vegas. Uh, not only a comedy club, uh-huh. we are opening a a recording studio where we're we going to start shooting um, movies, TV shows. Uh, uh, we have a, nice. a business partner. He is uh, a uh, a producer where he's worked with Tank and Ray J and everybody else. So he's going to start working with the artists. We're working on our one-stop shop. What advice do you have for me as being this entrepreneur and CEO that I'm working on being? Bro, my, my advice to you is remember that the highest level you can ever go to in life is 10. All right. Now, let me explain that. So many of us get caught up because we don't realize when we go, when we get past 10 and we go to the next level, we're going to one on a different oh. level. So it seems like you back at the bottom. That is so real. And that's why most people go back to where they are because they want to stay on the top at that level that they're at. Bro, what senior in high school goes to college and then be like, oh, shoot, I'm a freshman in college. Let me go back to be a senior so I could be a big dog again, right? No, you go back to being one on whatever level, that new level that you are. So as you're going to this next level, realize you're back mm. down to one. But don't let that frustrate you, right? Let that motivate you Man, to you get said to something 10. So... And then when you get to 10 – you gonna go Never. one on the next I mean, level. She said something so crazy. I, I was I was doing something the other day, and I told my business partner, I said, "Man, I want that same hunger that okay when you get start doing stand up or whatever you was doing." Um, I, I was working on a project, and I was like, "Man, I'm I'm looking for that same hunger I once had for this uh, a couple of years ago." And you kind of nipped it in the bud when you just said, "Yeah, I'm at I'm I'm what I want was going through was I was saying in my head, I don't want to be one." Kind of like I don't want to start over all my accomplishments. Right. right. I don't want to. Start. Right. Right. And now that you broke it down like right. that, that's, that's, that's where that's the life. Comes from. Okay, I'm 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 back at one again. Let me get to ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think think about it, and it it never stops, bro. As as big as Jay Z is, when he started title, mm. he went back to one. Bro, anytime you do something new. When Kanye started Yeezys, he went back to one. Mm. People forget that, man. Like, they always think, like, oh, it's, it's so easy for you because you own And it's like, yo, I just went back man, to one. Man, you just one. listen, bro. Uh, something that I was dealing with over the weekend, you just really helped me. I was like, he was, I was like, I'm looking for that. Now, that hunger at one to get back to 10. That's that's where that hunger is going to come from. And yeah. that's everything you do. Being a better father, yeah. being a better friend, being a better. Uh, yes. and it's not just on a professional level. It's uh, everything you do. Challenge yourself to be better. Yeah, man. Thank you, AJ, well, man, bro. Just I, I really do my podcast anywhere from 20 to 25 minutes, bro. We're going on almost 50 minutes. I really appreciate you taking the time out your day. This inspired me way more than what you what you even can imagine. I, I think I, I bargained 
for way more than I bargained for. Before we get out of here, man, tell everybody where to follow you on social media, uh, how they can find you. You talked about your book that you just wrote, what other projects coming out, and what's next for you. Uh, you know what? What's next for me is I'm at a stage now where I want everybody that okay. I work with to be better than me. That's that's where I'm at. I, I want everybody to be better than me. Um, yo, you can find every, everything I do is under AJ Vassar, AJ V as in Victor, A S S A R. All my all my handles is AJ Vassar. Um, like I said, I wrote I, I wrote a book that's already out called Day Grades. I got another one coming out called uh, Root and Rise: The Scary Growth Process of Success, where I talk about a lot of stuff that we talk about here, man, which is, yo, success is scary, you know, because scary can be a good mm-hmm. thing and a bad thing, right? Like, I, I became successful scary yeah. fast, but then being in my car, I was mm. scared as well, right? So, um, but yeah, man, I, I would just encourage our listeners, man, to stay in touch with you, yo. The reason why I rock with you, man, is because I saw you fell, I saw you fall in I love did. with the process. I really did. And when 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 you see somebody fall in love with the process, you know that they're going to keep progressing, man. So um, I stick with you, man, because I, I believe, like Jay Z said, uh, he said, "If my clique is rich, my clique is rugged. We'll never fall because we'll mm. always be each other's crutches." So, bro, we may not be there right now, but bro, in ten years, twenty years, yeah, most- bro, we straight. Just keep keep. Man, going thank you on so much, process, AJ. Thank man. you for all the support. Thank you for everything. Every time you ever touch, uh, t- talked on the phone, or we seen each other. Per- person always encouraging always dope bro i'm thinking about every you know what i'm saying every uh quarterly having you on the show man doing like <laughs> a special segment because people need this bro I, I listen to podcasts and read books and i'm getting getting really in tuned and learning and self-learning and it's helping me a lot on my i'm thinking about doing the segment where i have you on the show maybe you know what i mean maybe quarterly where we break down something Hey, bro. What? Hey, whatever you that. That's the cool thing about rocking with people when you start from zero, man. Y'all yeah. never get too big for <laughs> each other. You know what I'm saying? I think that's. I think that's where people mess up though, because they like, yo, they never learn to rock with people when both of y'all that's struggling, true. right? Everybody want to jump on a bandwagon after you made it, man. But find those people that are in love with the process. That's why I mess with Rob Minger because I saw he was in love wow. with the process. Yo, that's why I mess with you because I see you in love with the process. I look for cat. I don't look at where you are. I look at how mm. much you love the process. Because yo, I come from a I come from a football background. Most cats really don't like football. They just like the fame that yep. comes from football, right? But when you love the process of football, bro, that's man, the that's, cat that's, that's make amazing, it. bro. Hey, AJ, I love you, man. Thank you so much, bro. I, yo, this is not gonna be the hey, last time too, you on the show, man. We're gonna we're gonna make something happen, bro. All right, man. Hey, hey take care. You, hey, next when this is over, I'm coming to uh Columbia to rock out with you. No, come down to Medellin, bro. Hey, you gonna <laughs> love it. You might not want to go back. I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> hey, because I hey, I don't never. never plan on moving back to the States. Bro, bro <laughs> hey, we'll talk about that later. Hey All man, right. thanks again, bro, for tuning in. That's a great way to start a Monday, man. My boy. Love AJ. you, boy.